Hey everyone, it's me, Sean Capri, and welcome to episode 82 of We The Gamer Cast. It's hosted by WeTheNerdy.com, and it publishes on iTunes and Google Play every Monday. Thank you for listening and hitting subscribe. Today is a very special day. It's a very special week. We're doing E3 predictions, and we're kicking things off with Sony. We're doing some PlayStation predictions with two of my favorite people on the internet. Blessing, Adioi. Okay, Beast, you are the man. I am such a fan. Yeah. You're from episode 72 of We The Gamer Cast. How's it going, Blessing? Man, it is going well. It is early for me, kind of. It's 9.16 <laughs> a.m., which isn't really early, but for me, it's kind of early. So I'm doing, I'm doing all right. I'm doing mostly good, though. Sunshine in my face. Nice, man. Well, right off the top here, let let the people who missed you on episode 72, if you missed it, go back, everybody. We had an amazing chat. Um, but if you if you don't know, Blessing, tell people where they can find you and all the things that amazing things that you do on the internet nice so like i don't really do any amazing things i do like decent things stop it no, stop can... <laughs> it humble does not look good on you be bodacious <laughs> oh, man you can find me um on okbeast.com it's essentially like your everyday gaming website we do articles we do videos when we do podcasts uh we just launched a new podcast called a plus anime which is all about anime hosted by my homie ian um and that is really good uh also check out our youtube channel oh yeah ian's awesome like Ian is a great host, and like mm-hmm. he hasn't gotten the chance to like host his own show yet, and this is his first one, and I've heard the first few episodes, and it's amazing. Uh, that I do video essays and reviews and all that stuff on the OKBeast YouTube channel, youtube.com slash OKBeast. And if you want to keep up with me and or OKBeast, you can find me on Twitter at BlessingJr, and you can find OKBeast on Twitter at OKBeastNow. I freaking love you. You are just killing it, man. And I have to, I've said it before, <laughs> and I'll say it again. The very first time that I listened to OKBeast, like, I just kind of like, man, I, I just see this everywhere. I just seem to be like this, this OKBeast, okay the podcast just seems to be popping up in all my feeds. I'm like, I better check this out. And I normally need to like really get accustomed to a host like kind of get uh warmed up to to the personalities and i don't know what it was mm-hmm. i'm gonna just be pumping your tires this morning but like instantly i'm like man this guy's cadence and energy is is right there it's so listenable if you guys haven't checked it out it is so awesome definitely go Aww. check out and support okay beast it is is amazing my uh my next guest kaylee woomer from episode 69 how are you doing kaylee I'm doing so good. You you are always so charming, Sean. I just I can't get enough of it. It's it's but, completely out of awkward and not really knowing what else to say. I'm like, but well, I'll just compliment people. Not <laughs> <laughs> just my word vomit is beautiful. Is what you don't understand. But sometimes I get myself I, I am, into trouble. Yeah, I'm glad Dustin called you out though. A little peek behind the curtain. Mm-hmm. You woke us up at 9 a.m. on a Saturday. Sorry. It's pretty fucked mm. up. I don't know how it works in Canada, but uh, <laughs> kind of a monster. <laughs> It, it's because I have uh, I have a baby and I've got to try and work around that that dang kid. Uh, so I I appreciate you guys waking up early, Kaylee. We we did predictions last year together. This is the first time for blessing. And so just a quick rundown of how this is going to work. We're going to have uh, sort of that snake draft order. We'll start with blessing, then we'll go to Kaylee. And we've got submissions from fans and listeners. It was I was expecting like one or two, but like people came out of the woodwork. So I'm not going to be able to go through all of them, but I've I've cherry picked a few of them we'll add it to the list uh but nonetheless if you guys are available blessing and kaylee i'd love to have you back on and we'll do we are keeping score everybody and we can go down to the most finite detail if you've got a thousand things to add to your prediction we'll track all of it and it all counts and we'll be back for a reactions tallying up the score to see who wins episode post e3 um the other thing i should mention is that today is may 13th when we're recording this so it's quite far ahead of where it, where it's actually going to air. Um, so there may be things that happen in the meantime, so forgive us. It's just the nature of the of the production. So, 
first, before we get into the, the predictions, blessing, I want to toss this to you. I want to, E3 is a big deal to me. Normally I take the day off, like, or the week off, mm-hmm. actually. I sit down, I enjoy myself by watching all of the conferences and I scream. Like, it's a, it's a huge deal for me. I'm curious. Do you have a routine? Like, is there something that, is there, is there a, a celebration that you have with E3? E3, I'm kind of the same way of like, E3 is a very big deal to me. Cause yeah. I remember still watching my first E3. I think it was on like Spike TV or something like that. Uh, and I remember like coming across it for the first time because I saw like randomly, I think this is like when I first started to really get into like gaming news and salt and all that stuff. I like saw a bunch of stuff just like, being announced and happening i'm like oh where's all this stuff coming from and then like it shows like oh e3 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 and so like i check it out i checked it out and i think the first e3 conference i like watched watched was the playstation wonderbook one where like they showed like debuted like playstation move and all that stuff yeah and i remember watching it and being like oh this is awesome and then like i like looked at other people's impressions of it and they're like oh that sucked and i was like wow if if that sucked then I'd like I can't wait to see like a good E3 conference, which has been kind of PlayStation <laughs> for the last like three years. Like mm-hmm. E3, I feel like gets better every year. I like the competition aspect of it. I like the, uh, I mean the hype aspect of it. Everything being announced, everything kind of like coming to light. Uh, I like the kind of kind of the breakdown. Uh, kind of, I mean I said competition, but I do like looking at like the the, the grindy kind of like okay, this is what Xbox did. This is what this means for Xbox. This is what this means for PlayStation. Okay, what does it, how does the future build? Okay, this is what the next one or two years look like. All, all that stuff, like, fascinates me so much. Me too. Um, I, I Usually I have, or I guess before now, I've, like, either not had anything going on or I would have class, but I would have class, like, later in the day or, like, I wouldn't have class during the time of the conferences. Um, this year I have work, but uh, thankfully, like, Microsoft's, doing their conference on Sunday and I don't have mm-hmm. work on Sunday and uh, Sony is usually uh, in the evening uh, Ubisoft I don't really care about uh, who has like, four you, so, hours for their conference let's be honest I'm saying <laughs> like I'm I don't want to watch people just dance again I don't want to watch another Usher concert or uh, <laughs> I should be guy, all right. Jason Derulo yeah Jason Derulo's gotta go Jason Derulo's gotta go man I just don't want I don't want to watch more concerts of, it's not even like real concerts it's like they're like fake concerts where people mm-hmm. are like singing along to just dance and i'm like i get it you guys make just dance i understand but show me whatever watchdogs 3 you have going on uh but yeah no it's like a whole thing for me I love and it. uh I'm, I'm excited for it every year i'm with you man i i get excited because it's basically the professional version of the playground console wars it's it's the actual like show me what you got kind of thing and there's not mm-hmm. there's not really any mean spiritedness to it but it is like it, there is a bit of competition to it and i love that aspect of it like almost more than the games themselves i love observing and talking about and being involved in the chaotic nature of all these companies just trying to win us over kaylee Oh, I love it. I used to just kind of like watch a stream of it or even more farther back. I would just kind of like refresh the, my Google News for E3 to see all the different articles of what was being released and things like that. <laughs> yeah. But uh, lately I've been going to the uh, Sony E3 experiences that they've been doing in theaters right, to watch yes. them live. Mm-hmm. And those are so much fun. Like I love how hype E3 is. And then you get 150 playstation fans in a theater watching everything live Mm -hmm. and just the reaction and the energy of the crowd where it's like you're one of 50 people screaming at this announcement instead of just like being in your living room jumping up and down and so i just 
I really like that feeling of everyone is so excited. Because it's got to be hard to get those tickets, right? Like you, you don't, you're not a casual fan sitting in a theater. Like you are one of the right. one of the hardcore. So that is that is awesome. Oh, it's so great. How I'm going to throw it back to blessing. How confident blessing are you in your predictions today? I'm pretty confident. I'm like <laughs> editing them like as the show is going on because sure. I made like a preliminary list uh-huh. and like. I made, I mean, to be honest, I made the list like 15 minutes before the podcast. And like the, the longer we go, the longer I'm like, man, I could add some more details to these things to just like get some of the, some of those fractions of a point. Cause I'm pretty, I'm pretty confident in what I got so far. That's like, right. I'm That's 10 minutes longer pretty, than most people put into it. Like I'm like very confident, but also I want to take some risks with the, with the details because I feel like I have a good grasp on how Sony works nowadays. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Kaylee, how yeah. about you? Are you are you feeling great or are you just gonna go for like swinging for the fences? I think I have a really good mix of pretty much no brainers mm-hmm. and balls to the wall predictions. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I like to go bold with my predictions. All it, right, it's fun. It's it's more fun when you're just like, this is what I want, and so I'm gonna predict it. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Or just you know, this is this is how I feel. Uh, as opposed to like, well, based on the data of their previous <laughs> wall, uh, no, fuck that. We're just gonna go balls to the wall. So uh, I, 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 I like love it. Predictions. Okay, well, I had a guest come on last year when we did. I, I want to say it was the Xbox show. I had a guest cancel out the last minute, and so I put a call out into the kind of funny group um, for anybody just to come come out and, and be part of the show. And Fiona McKinnon reached out immediately and she had never been part of a podcast. She'd never done any predictions before. And she came on and she killed it. Like she instantly won me over. I've been a fan of hers ever since we've been friends ever since. And I wanted to make sure I wanted to include her in this show, but scheduling didn't really work out. Um, as we go through our predictions, I've got some from her. She, she texted in. she's got really good ones here. I want to make sure that we include them. And then in addition to that, um, on Twitter, where you can follow me at Sean Connor, uh, Sean Capri, Sean LeConnery, Capri like the pants. Um, people submitted their own. So as we go through ours, we're going to have fan submissions, but I definitely, uh, wanted to include Fiona's here as well. Everybody's will be tracked. We're going to be keeping score. This is competitive. It's cutthroat. The winner is the king of the world. And, uh, I hope to have you guys back for a reactions, um, and tally score after the E3 conferences. So with all of that said, I think we can, Get on with the main event. Blessing. Do you want to kick us off here with your, with your very first no brainer? This is definitely going to happen. Be hyped prediction for Sony. Either. Okay. So this one's pretty easy, I think, but, um, there will be a gameplay trailer for Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. It will be announced for 2018. Uh, Venom will be shown as a main villain along with a tease of another major villain. Wow. Yeah. And you spent 15 minutes on this. This is amazing. <laughs> Yeah. Who would they tease? Who would they tease for another villain? Like, what, how does that even work? So, you see, I think, I, I mean, I, I, my guess would maybe be a vulture, seeing as how he's in the movie. Um, right? Am I got, I got that right, right? Are you guys familiar with the Spider-Man movie? Yeah, he's the villain. Yeah, so I think it might be vulture, uh, maybe, uh, Dr. Octopus, um, mm. I don't know, Green Goblin. Like, cause Venom's like a very, like, I think Venom, uh, you give Venom out there because he is popular and he's important and he is cool. And when people see Venom, they're like, oh, snap, Venom. Oh, he's in this. And then, like, you just end the trailer, like, just like a, maybe like a shadowy outline of, like, Doc Ock and his, like, eight o- octopus arms or whatever. And, like, you just end it there. And, and because, here's the thing the Spider Man games never have only one villain. 
Like, there's usually, like, ten of them in there. And I assume, like, maybe they may, they might want to tone it down for this one. I don't know. But I could, I could see there being, like, okay, Venom is, like, the initial villain. And mm-hmm. he's kind of, like, kind of like the, the, the side bay kind of thing going on of, like, he, he's, like, your side chick just chilling <laughs> there, antagonizing you the whole time. And then, like, the whole game ends up being, like, okay, you had to take down Vulture or Doc Ock. Or mm-hmm. maybe if there's another villain in the, in the movie that we don't know about, it might be them or something like that. I'm starting to think about how, like, the Batman game started, where you, you do have that main villain, but, like, you have interactions with all these other, like, Firefly or whatever that guy's name was. Like, all the different, like, side, um, you kind of had different missions to tally up all the way mm-hmm. to finally beating the different villains. I think that would be really cool, man. And you're right, I would be totally O-snap over Venom. He is, he's my yeah. dude. I feel like you, you, you gotta put him in there. He's so, and he's so underutilized, I feel like, in popular media. Like, he's so popular in the comics, mm-hmm. but like, in like the movie, like, he was in Spider Man 3, which sucked. Yeah, they should uh, not. Yeah. I don't think he was in the amazing Spider Man movies at all. Uh, in terms of Spider Man games, he was in the old school PS1 games. Uh, I don't think he was in Spider Man 1 on the PS2 and Xbox. He mm-hmm. wasn't in Spider-Man 2, I don't remember. What about Maximum Carnage? Was that only Carnage, or did Venom show up in that? Do you remember? I do not remember. I can't, I don't, I don't that's, remember That's that because game. I'm super old, and you guys are young whippersnappers. <laughs> was, that the, was that the second one? Was that the second Spider-Man game on I, the PlayStation? Or no, it was on Super that Nintendo. That's, it's it's oh. super old, man. Maximum Carnage came in a red cartridge. It was so awesome. Um, oh, cool. Yeah, pretty pretty great. I love this prediction. 2018, I, I agree with you. I don't think this game is, is near finished, actually. Um, I know yeah. that people are getting a little excited over some rumors that this thing is ready to go. Um, I, you know, what would be really interesting is to find out that they forgot to put the title on the on the previous reveal where they just had the hashtag <laughs> Spider Man. They're like, oh yeah, we should probably tell people what this is called. But people got so excited by the fact that it was just a hashtag. It was a very bold mm-hmm. move. Like, yeah, that's what we meant. But I'd love if to hear. I was thinking, I would, I would have added that into my into my prediction if I remembered that. But like, yeah, they'll have to announce the, the title too. Yeah, Hopefully. I guess so. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I wonder. I what forgot. The title to, I is forgot. I didn't have be. one. It should just be hashtag Spider Man. That was game. <laughs> that's the actual the title has a hashtag. Yeah, yeah. So we'll actually get we'll actually get a title. Well, I'll add that. I'll give you. I'll give it to you. Nice, Kaylee. What do you got for me? Right. Let's kick things off with it with a great prediction. So this was my third prediction, but I figure I might as well say it now because uh-huh. blessing sucks. Um, my <laughs> prediction was that we would see Sucker Punch's Spider Man. Mm-hmm. But we would only see some gameplay of him, like, swinging around and shit because the game's not that far. Um, I don't think they're going to lead with a major villain. And personally, um, with a first game for a superhero franchise like this, I usually prefer that they don't kind of waste their major villains on their first try. Because Hmm. usually the second or the third game is better anyways. So I'd actually rather see... Um, some smaller villains, or like the gentleman who was alluded to in uh, the Amazing Spider-Man one and two, but I never really got a chance to do anything because I guess he was supposed to be the main bad guy, Amazing Spider-Man three, and that didn't happen. Um, mm-hmm. But it's, I, I like exposing people to smaller villains or villains that they might not know about uh, because everyone's going to buy this no matter what because it's the first one. And so then for the second one, you can go and now you get to play against Venom. Um, so I, I'd kind of prefer it if they didn't waste their big guns now, um, but I hmm. don't think we're going to get even that. I think that we're going to get a really vague release window of 2018 or later. We're going to see some gameplay of him swinging around because that's the only thing that matters in a Spider-Man game is how cool does he look and how awesome is it when he's swinging around. 
and we'll get the official title for it, which it would not surprise me if it was just called Spider-Man. Now, I was just trying to, I always get these, these teams mixed up. Um, okay, no, so, so I, yeah, I wanted to, I wanted to give you before anybody gives, gives you any hate mail. It's Insomniac's Spider-Man, not Sucker Punch. Oh, yeah, sorry, sorry, sorry. I, I oh, but I'm glad it's not just me. I'm like, I always get that mixed up. It comes back yes, in one of my oh, other God. predictions because I was like, like oh, crap, do I have to change this? Yeah, yeah, everyone wants Sucker Punch to make it and then Insomniac ended up coming out with it. My bad. Yeah. No problemo. Uh, I'm still, I'm still dreaming of that, but I think Insomniac will do it. Okay, let me just quickly comb through Fiona's here and make sure she doesn't have anything Spider-Man. So that that's cool. And that's why I wanted to include her. She's got some, like, just, I just love her creativity with this stuff. Um, the first one, well, this isn't as creative as, as they get. So we're going to throw this one in there. Uh, she predicts that we're going to get some Horizon Zero Dawn DLC. So oh, that's, oh, okay. That's that kind of cool. Sense. It does make sense. And yeah. I hope that, I don't think I've heard anybody really talk about that. So, but it's like when you say it out loud, it's like, oh yeah, that's probably definitely going to happen. So yeah, I haven't even thought about Horizon DLC. Shout out to Fiona. I like it. I still have to dive into it. Chelsea, Chelsea hogged and then we had a baby. So now we're, now gaming is not happening for me. What aside from because Persona Chelsea. 5. I know. She just spat that baby out and now I got to feed and, and, you know, take care of it and stuff. Um, <laughs> I was on, I was on another show. So I've, I was on a Life of Gaming podcast and I'm not sure where that's going to air in relation to this, but, um, I predicted on that show and I won't include it in this score, but just kind of show you guys where I was at there. Um, but just by muscle memory, I predicted that The Last Guardian would be announced and we would get a date for The Last Guardian finally after all these years. Um, oh my God, amazing. <laughs> I also predicted that we will finally be able to change our names. Um, this is something that I just, the more I put out there, hopefully will actually happen. And um, a new Legacy of Cain game. Again, I'm super old. I don't know if you guys remember the old Legacy of Cain. Yes, um, predicted a, uh Yeah, totally. I love that game. So those ones don't count for today. But that's that's. I just wanted to make sure I was able to let everybody know to go check out that other show, Life of Gaming Podcast, is super cool. So my first prediction on this show, the the first one that I will log in for scoring is Bloodborne Two is a thing. We're going to get a very similar reveal that we got the last time, kind of just a, a cinematic and uh, Bloodborne, and then the two will kind of like fade in and it will say 2018. I actually think the game will come out uh, in the first quarter, probably like a February of 2018, but it's time. We all know this is a thing. It's a massive franchise or it's a massive title already. It will be a franchise for PlayStation. And I just think that like Horizon Zero Dawn, this is a game that fans identify and just connect so strongly with the system and that's a huge reason why uh playstation is is winning at this point so bloodborne 2 q1 2018 at this point nice. i'm gonna jump in i'm gonna if i haven't lost my uh my window here i'm gonna jump into some of the fans predictions uh devin tyus at devatius he predicts let's see ps4 pro and ps4 get a price drop by a hundred dollars each and i think that that comes Whoa. into play with with Sony or Microsoft coming up with their Scorpio, this would be a real kick in the X balls, if you ask me. <laughs> I can't. I don't have time to go through each and every one of these guys, but I want to thank everybody so much for for submitting. Everybody's scores will be. We'll keep track of everybody. So Barry Dunn at uh, PS Impact Gaming, he wants to see The Last of Us Part Two and a little bit more from Uncharted Lost Legacy. Dev, Delvin Cox at Delvin underscore Cox. One more PS4 exclusive that we know will release in the fall, maybe Spider-Man or Detroit. So we've got some more later that we'll get to throughout the show. Mm -hmm. But thank you to everybody for submitting. And as we do the snake draft, I guess that means that it's my turn next. And I get a little confused, so you guys will have to, to bear with me. 
Um, <laughs> my next prediction is that Days Gone will be featured strongly. It will get a holiday, quote holiday. We actually won't get a date. It'll say holiday. Uh, and there's, this is an addition to, we won't really be able to know until it happens, but my true guess is that Days Gone will actually get pushed into 2018. They're going to announce it for 2017 holiday, but I don't think it's going to happen. It's going to be in that sweet new everything good comes out in March game thing. Could be like a, like a January, like Resident Evil 7 kind of thing. I could okay. see that. Yeah. That makes sense. I'm not sure. Like, and I put it out there, like, I'm not even too hyped about Days Gone. So maybe the other part here, like the real opportunity for Sony is like, Get me excited about this because for now, like, I'm just not too pumped about another post-apocalyptic kind of dystopian future, whatever this is. Maybe mm-hmm. there's something to do with the motorcycle gang that, that could be kind of fun and, and has a little bit of attitude to it. But for right now, I, I don't know, but I just wanted to throw a prediction out there on it and just say that it's coming, but not maybe as soon as we might hope for. So mm-hmm. yeah, I definitely think that Days Gone has a duty to justify its existence at this point, because right now it's like, okay, what makes it better than Dying Light and Dead Rising and every other super realistic looking zombie game that's come out in the last 10, 15 years? I mean, mm-hmm. zombie games, they kind of hit their peak a couple of years back. So I, I definitely think it would be cool if they showed something that was like, and this is what makes our game different. Like the Nemesis system of Shadow mm-hmm. of Mordor making it more than just your standard third world, uh, third person open world game. So yeah, that would that would make me feel better. Do you think the waves of zombies, like the number, is that impressive to you? Because like for me, it's I think not. They hope so yeah, yeah I, I definitely think that they were banking on people going nine hundred zombies. Oh my god, it's over nine thousand. No yeah, so that that I think might be a problem for them if that's what they were banking on as being their it factor Mm -hmm. because it did not have the pop that I think they were expecting it to judging by all of the gameplay footage they've shown thus far being look at all these zombies and we're running away and we're shooting zombies and we're running away and we're shooting zombies (laughs) exactly yeah Yeah, it didn't it didn't play too many zombies I'm kind of a monster like (laughs) blessing where you at with days gone man I I kind of agree with you guys like I think they were they are or at least we're banking on like an amalgamation of things like one like the amount of zombies that are on screen at once right which we've gotten with uh dead rising in like so in other games of similar of a similar vein i think they're banking on that they're banking on the idea that this is a deep post-apocalyptic story slash setting like it, it takes place in the pacific northwest i believe it mm-hmm. looks like mm-hmm. um and I think they're banking on that because people love The Last of Us, and The Last of Us is great because it's a post post apocalyptic story with like this great setting and great characters and great story. And so I think they're like, okay, we'll we can make something that's deep, we can make something that's uh, big, we can make something that's very gameplay heavy at the same time. And I think, like Kaylee said, like I I feel like the, the, there's sort of a downturn with that kind of stuff nowadays. Like people. It's not like people will dislike the zombie stuff. I think people still like the zombie stuff, but people don't. People aren't looking for it as much as they were before. Like before, it was like everybody was all about it. Everybody mm-hmm. would, like if this game came out in 2012 or something, like people would be all about this game. But oh, in yeah. 2017 or 2018 or whenever this is releasing, like I don't think that it's like I, I think this game needed pirates or something or something else that like you know people would gravitate uh, to zombie pirates. But, I say, uh, my prediction is that we will get pirates in Days Gone. Write that down. <laughs> yeah, add that, add that in. But I do think I think it'll be 
I think when it comes out, it'll be a decent game. I yeah. I assume it'll probably be like an eight out of ten, seven out of ten, <laughs> like because this also it, it's this is a studio that did Uncharted, Golden Abyss, mm-hmm. and, and they don't really have like a good like library of games that they've already released. Like this is really like their first kind of major AAA console release, and yeah. so like it's not that I'm not expecting much of them. Like I expect this game to be great, but I don't expect it to be like Horizon or like the next like game that pushes the medium i mean I th- it's funny because that's where the bar has been set is that so like the way that sony is cultivating its studios is that every game that is a first party release is just going to be uncharted horizon zero dawn capable uh, mm-hmm. like sort of level of, of game and so i i don't know like i feel like what they what they've shown us is the wrong thing i do think that there's an opportunity for us to win us over with story and character and attitude and atmosphere there the fact that it's zombies is very easy for us to go like to cast it aside and go it's just another zombie game um mm-hmm. so i'm up two minds of it because i when i at first blush i go not really pumped but i i have a lot of faith in just sony in general that that they're working so closely with their studios and that they've landed in a general sense on the magic formula of what is making their games connect with fans and how to tell a story and taking that nerve narrative to the next level sorry kaylee i cut you off there oh you're good no um i i could even see getting as high as like an 8.5 and oh, being we're predicting critically uh, successful. scores now yeah, but but, <laughs> um, but feeling commercially. So I, I would see it being like, you know, critics play and go, you know, this is actually a really solid game. Like, you know, it's not mind-blowing 9 or 10, but it's, it's a really solid game. And then it's selling like 1.5 mil. Very cool. Yeah. Very cool. Okay, well, moving on from Days Gone, I can't wait to, see, to find out more nonetheless. Uh, we're going to go to Fiona, and then we're going to kick it back to Kaylee. Uh, her second prediction, I love this. I don't even know how you come up with this, Fiona McKinnon. Kojima is coming out with the, quote, PT of Death Stranding this year, um, otherwise known as a little taste of the game to tie people over. So we're going to get... She maybe is just genius. A, like, really, right? Yeah, she is really so smart. I want, her, I want her on the reaction just to kind of get into her, her big old brain. She's so creative with this stuff. That is... That is totally Dang. a possibility. I gotta, I gotta delete my Death Stranding prediction now and, re- and figure something <laughs> out now, because that was way better than what I had. That's a shitty prediction. Yeah. Man... That's genius. And then somehow, like somehow Konami's gonna come in and delete it off the PlayStation Store and people will sell <laughs> yeah. their, their PS4s for thousands yeah. of dollars when it's all That's there. actually, that's probably the one reason I think that they might not do it is like, I, I feel like PT, that situation left such a bad taste in people's mouths that they might not want to like bring people back to like that moment. But oh, I do think it's I a think good idea. Too small. I think that they're yeah. gonna release the little trailer this E3 and then next E3, Kojima's gonna come out and be like, Hope you downloaded it because it's gone now. Yeah. <laughs> That's like a new Kojima, like his twist in, in marketing. I love Kojima because his marketing is like a, a right. is a thing by itself. Like it's his own product. He'll have some sort of weird Easter egg within this demo where you actually go into back into PT. Like there's a door that you can find where you you jump back yeah. into Silent Hills. You're know, like that's actually what they were. I don't know. He's just so weird. But could you imagine? Because like remember the way that they they talked about PT? It was so nonchalant. It was like just this thing and the PT. You can download it now and then moving on. Like they didn't talk about it mm-hmm. at all. That would be so cool if like Death Stranding has a thing now. Or if, like they even refer to it as Death Stranding, like they don't they don't say or Kojima doesn't come out uh, as per Fiona's prediction here. Somebody else like Sean Layden just like yeah. you've got all these things that you can download right now and you don't know what any of them are. One of them is is a Death Stranding thing. That would be so cool. That'd be crazy. Yeah. That would be amazing. 
It's, so uh, maybe I, maybe I'm having like false memories, but didn't PT release with like a? It just came out in the store, and then it had like a fake production company as the name of the company making the game, and it it wasn't revealed to be a Silent Hills teaser until later. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah exactly. Okay. Good. So they could I'm do like, the same I, thing with Death Stranding. Everybody's waiting for them to talk about Death Stranding. The, the conference comes and goes, and there's nothing. But there's this weird couple batch of games that they talked about, and one of those things is mm. the secret stupid download for Death Stranding. Oh, yeah, that's... totally. I love All it. Of stuff like that. Okay, um, Kaylee, let's let's hear what you got next for us. Okay, so my next prediction is that we are going to break the mold, and this year, on stage at E3 for the first time in forever, um, we are going to see a Rockstar game because Red Dead Redemption Two will Damn. be on the PlayStation. I think it's just going to be more gameplay. We'll just get information on the game, then it'll end with the release date. But I think that. It's been made clear that Rockstar and Sony are, are doing a lot of partnerships for things with this game. And I think that Sony will use that partnership to be like, guess what's on our stage? Rockstar, who never fucking bothers to show up to E3 because they don't need to. Let's look at Red Dead Redemption 2. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's accurate because, like, I think, like, most people forget that in 2013 or 14, I think it was 14, uh, Rockstar appeared on Sony stage reveal like the remaster for GTA I think it was E3 I can't remember if it was E3 I assume it was E3 the remaster for GTA 5 coming out on like the next gen consoles where you can like, you can carry forward your like online progress and stuff and I think that's like in the last like however many years that's, that's like been the only time Rockstar has appeared at E3 to like really announce anything and so I feel like that I, I, I could very well see them appearing again on Sony stage like again to do kind of a, a, a similar thing, except like this time it's with an actual game that's already been announced. Um, and I think, I think they'll do it because it's not, it's not the announcement, but it'll probably be like a gameplay thing since the game's already announced. Like they've gotten that all the way on their own terms and now they can show it on a bigger stage and all that stuff. I think it makes sense from that in that kind of con- contextualization. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it looks yes. like 20, 2014, it looks like, which is crazy to me that that doesn't seem like that long ago. But I guess we're getting now three years. We're getting old, you guys. We are uh, getting old. Oh, yeah. It's so sad. That's that's awesome. And I agree with you. I think that if, if Rockstar is going to show up, it'll be at that. We've already seen, you know, the, the, the brief trailer with a PlayStation logo at the at the beginning or end of it. I can't remember. So the partnership is there. And, and this is what, again, this is what is making Sony so successful right now is, is landing these partnerships with these massive, massive games. So I don't think this is totally outside of the realm of possibility, Kaylee. And I just want to see more Red Dead. Do you think... I don't know if you want to add this to your prediction or not. Do you think this is a fall 2017 release like they initially said? Or like, where do you think they are with the development? Um, So Rockstar, I have a little bit more faith in kind of like Bethesda when they were like, Fallout comes out in eight months. And it did. And everyone was just like, it's going to. No one thought it was going to be delayed. Um, So I tentatively say that wouldn't surprise me. However, um, I do have kind of another prediction about the release dates of the games on stage. Um, So we'll kind of get to that later. But Gotcha. Because Rockstar knows it has the time and the money, I don't think that they would hesitate for a second to delay the game as long as they felt was necessary to make sure that it's perfect. Because they are one of the few studios that at this time has the rights to do that mm-hmm. and has the money and the I don't give a fuck to do that. So while yeah, they can print I money in the meantime. In their dates, yeah, exactly. Like, like usually they're pretty good about their dates, but it wouldn't surprise me at all if they were like, you know what? We decided this game needs another month and a half of polish, so we pushed it back six weeks, and now it's 
Because to me, quarter one of the next year is apparently the big, greatest time in gaming now. I don't even give a shit about the fall anymore. Right, yeah. It'll, about- it'll dominate no matter where it is. And, and anybody who's trying to dance around Red Dead Redemption, I think, does at their own peril, I think. Because like, yeah. you don't know if where this thing is going to land. Blessing, where do you think, man? Like, is this is this coming in the fall? Or are, you, are you pre-ordering and expecting it to, to land in your house? I think... And this might be a bit bit bold, but I think it'll come out in fall 2018, even though they announced it for fall for this fall. Um, But I think it depends. I think it depends on what happens at E3, because like if they don't say they're not going to announce a delay at the at E3, of course. But like Mm -hmm. by the time E3 comes, like if they don't say that, like, okay, yeah, this game is getting pushed back or I don't know. Like, I I, I feel like uh, I think I remember GTA 5 getting delayed, pushed back. quite far back and like I, I i wouldn't be surprised with this game because it's such a big game and rockstar is such a big studio um and they have like so many resources that it kind of doesn't matter when they release this like they could release this game whenever they want and they will be fine uh and i don't know, like the the last three or four years of games being delayed has kind of taught me that like i should i can just never trust release dates ever yeah man um but at the same time, on the opposite foot, like, uh, like I said, like Bethesda, uh, kind of did the same thing with Fallout, where they announced it. They're like, "Hey, it's coming out this fall," and it came out in the fall because they have such control um, and so many resources that they're able to like commit to something like that. And Rockstar is a studio that could, uh, if they wanted to, if they're very careful about things, like they could commit to that. It'd be like, "Yo, this is coming out. Th- this is coming out in the fall. We've already like put in the time, put in the resources, put in the effort. It's ready." Here you go. It's a funny comparison with the Bethesda thing too, and I agree with you that you know this is this thing has obviously been in development for a number of years, just like Bethesda, where they don't say anything, mm-hmm. and then it's like here it is. The main difference is that um, Grand Theft Auto, Red Dead Redemption, these games come out with no bugs. Bethesda doesn't mm-hmm. give a fuck if if all it <laughs> comes out loaded with bugs. They're like, yeah, it's coming out, and you're gonna buy it no matter what, even though it crashes oh, and it has terrible frame rates and. I'll just hate yeah. on Fallout at this point. So who knows? Mm-hmm. I, I I think that I'm kind of with you though. I could see this thing being pushed out all the way till till fall. So that I can't wait to just learn more about this one. Ooh, new prediction! They go on stage, they talk about Red Dead Redemption Two, and then they come out and go, and it's available now. <laughs> do you actually want to? <laughs> and they Sega Saturn it. Do the do the opposite of like just kidding on the fall, where we couldn't yes. make fall happen, so we just wanted to make it happen right now. You know what? The game's actually done now, so fuck it. Do you guys want to play it? And the crowd goes wild. And Every go, other game developer is just like now. throwing, just throwing down there. Yeah. Oh. yeah, they just quit. Everyone <laughs> immediately runs out of the room to go download it. Fuck the rest of the convention. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If this was like, if this is a PC, if we we're doing like a PC conference right right now, I would I would uh, do the same prediction for Half Life Three. Oh, of course. I, we know that's going to happen. But that's that's every every year. I'm just like, this is the one. This is the one where Half Life Three just drops out of nowhere. Wait for Half Life Three to show like up on Switch. On Switch, I'll play that. Or yeah, Episode Three. Broken. Yeah, what the heck? Why are we skipping all the way? Let's just let's get Episode Three out for Half Life Two. People, um, people sleep on Episode Three of Half Life Two. Half Life Two never fucking finished releasing. You're right. You're right about that. Good point. Blessing. I'm what do you got? Three. What's your next? What's your next bold prediction, my friend? All right, my next prediction. Since Fiona came out with the Death Stranding thing, I guess I'll, I'm going to put my own Death Stranding prediction out there. Kojima makes a mind-blowing reveal regarding Death Stranding. This could involve a new actor playing a major character, 
some sick twist regarding the nature of the story or the fact that there will be mechs in the game. That's my prediction. Oh, mechs? <laughs> I think there. I think there's a possibility there will be mechs, kind of like Metal Gears, but yeah. like different. Just like I a, love as a throwback. It. That's so specific. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. I want those fractions. Do you think? <laughs> are you hearing about this Robert De Niro rumor? That's going on oh with this right? That maybe Robert De Niro might be in this game. I can't remember if that was a legit that rumor. That was crazy. just like people messing around on Beyond. I can't remember. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. Like Donald Glover could appear in Death Stranding. I'd be like, "Yep, <laughs> yep." Would you make makes get sense? He wants? Yeah. Where does that even like, come Will from? Smith, <laughs> Will Smith from Men in Black comes out with like his like flashy thingy. Mm-hmm. I can see it. That I can see is it. Hilarious. Yeah. Okay. But well, I think like as far as like nature of the story, like I feel like. It might be a thing of like you you get this game it somehow connects to your social media right and like right. I don't know you do something in the game that aff- that affects you you in the real life like I feel like there's something about the nature of the way this game uh, attempts to like be a game or attempts to be like a crazy game I feel like something like something about that will be revealed because Kojima is the kind of guy that like is crazy and mm-hmm. bonkers and psychotic and probably should be put in some kind of mental hospital but for some reason they allow him to make games uh he's like a super <laughs> villain in real life and i feel like he's the kind of guy like if anybody's want, if anybody were to make a game that would like i don't know like he had he, i think he mentioned he had the idea back uh during the ps1 era that he wanted to make a game where if you lost, the game would just eat itself inside your PlayStation. Like, you wouldn't be able to play the game anymore. Oh or something like that. Like, God. Kojima's that kind of guy to do he something really like is. that. And so, Control. I wouldn't be too surprised. Like, that's... It's either that or, like, freaking, I don't know, Donald Glover and Will Smith making, like, an appearance in Death Stranding or, like, some, something crazy about the game uh, that people are not expecting will be revealed. It's too bad that, like, payphones aren't a thing anymore because I could see Kojima creating a game that as you're playing it, like, whatever you do in the game, maybe three days later you're walking down the street and a payphone just rings and you're like, what the hell? Like, maybe I should pick this thing up. And, like, I don't know. Like, he just he's just so weird and is, is mixing this into our real life. Like, like with the yeah. uh, Psycho Mantis, like, reading your memory card type of stuff. Like, it's just that taking yeah. it to the next level. Or even the unplugging your controller and put it into the control uh the second player controller slot like, like what the heck yeah, man fourth wall breaking yeah. stuff yeah, yeah he's a madman i can't wait for more of that like I, I don't know i didn't play too much of metal gear solid 5 i just couldn't get into get into it too much so i don't know if i feel like that was kind of missing like that weirdness was was still kind of it was in the first kind of level and then once things opened up to the open world i lost i lost a sense of that but you can I attach can't wait to, Flying things to goats to make them just that's skyrocket. True. That's pretty strange. Yeah. On your, on your little hub base. I basically that's just expect that sort of stuff to come out of Japan, like always. It doesn't necessarily have to be Kojima. That's just a, that's just a Japanese weird thing. Uh, we'll throw a couple fan predictions in here. Uh, Josh Stapleton at C Red underscore eighty one, big fan, big friend, and uh, he was on the show We the Gamer Cast as well. He throws out uh, a little love to the PlayStation VR and um, nodding, giving a nod to the Call of Duty partnership. Says there's going to be a COD PSVR exclusive mission, and I think that would be pretty great actually. Um, I don't know what's going on with the with the PSVR. If there's actually going to be another push for that, maybe we'll get into that in a little bit. So I love. Love this prediction from Josh. And then a couple from Garrett Bland. He's going to be on the Xbox Prediction Show, and he's got a couple really good ones here uh, on Twitter, Bland725. He says, Nino Kuni 2, Revenant Kingdom release date announced. It will include a digital PS4 copy of Nino Kuni 1 if you pre-order. So I love that. That is a super hmm. detailed prediction. If it and- was a uh, copy on PS4, that would be amazing. 
right? Oh, that would be that would be awesome. Uh, yeah, when Nino also... Two was released, I uh, started playing Nino Kuni One again, and I had to plug in my PlayStation Three. It was a pain in the ass. Yeah, you got to like exercise and put in order to just lift that fatty. You got to figure out where you put your PlayStation <laughs> Three controller. The one left that still works. I know. I had an issue with my PS Three just the other night. Um, a couple of this that he mentioned here, I want to give a shout. I love these. Uh, he says the Order eighteen eighty seven is announced. Maybe just a oh, teaser Lord. trailer with random storylines in the title. I think that is so great. I think that could be like the <laughs> Knack Two, where it's just like that. The title just became such a joke, but there's an opportunity there. Like the the tech is there. That the there's yeah. a story, the story and is it there. looks good. I like. It. I didn't mind it. Like, honestly, yeah. it's just, there's, there's obviously problems with it and it's easy to make fun of it. It's become sort of that game. It's the, the butt end of the, the launch joke, but I, there's something there for sure. And I'd like to see them continue on with mm-hmm. it. Um, I've heard great things about Knack 2 also. Yes. Yeah. They're actually like, making a game out of it. Oh, uh, wait. Knack 2? Knack 2. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, it sounds okay, like they're okay. actually adding the <laughs> gameplay mechanics. Yeah. They're to actually, it. yeah. And so, like, I I feel like if they're making those improvements from Knack 2, they can they could do the same thing with 1887, I guess. Yeah, and, sure. Yeah, they could fix they could fix the issues. I could I can see that happening. What if they like went way into the future and made like 1997 and it was like grunge, like alternative rock and like friends references everywhere? I mean, they could make a the order 2017. It'll just be like about our po- political situation. That's true. Y2K. Let's do Y2K first. The order Y2K. Yeah. Everybody's worried yeah. about the bombs going off. Last one from Garrett. Spiritual successor to Until Dawn will be announced. It's not going to be a direct sequel. Uh, completely different cast setting and story. It'd be cool to see a little bit more from, uh, was that gigantic or super, super massive, super massive. Um, that would be I love, cool. love that game. Um, that is it for the fans for now. I believe blessing. If we're doing this snake yeah. draft correctly, let's go back to you, man. All right. So I heard somebody mention VR and I want to give my own VR prediction based off of that. Um, I think that they spend a good 10 minutes straight talking about VR, um, announcing new VR titles and attempting to revitalize people's faith, uh, in the hardware. And I think that their attempt will fall flat. Oh, (laughs) yeah. I think they're going to, I think they're going to try for like maybe 10, I'll I'll, I'll just say 10 minutes, around 10 minutes. And they'll, they'll, they'll like announce new titles, do everything they need to do. But I feel like after the conference, people will be like, that was probably the worst part of the conference. Kaylee, what do you think? So I have a VR prediction as well. Okay, let's just jump right into it then. I'm uh, with you. I'm with you, Blessing. I don't I don't think that any attempt at PSVR is going to work at E3. They've got to figure out another way to to deliver that message. But Kaylee, yeah. let's, let's, let's so, hear it. I also think that VR needs some help to prove to people that it's not another move, Wonderbook, because I bought the move. Um, you know, it's not another one of these fucking things. Yeah. Uh, so my prediction is that there will be at least one major AAA VR game announced. A big, meaty, something cool. And then... It sounds like you're, I, like, shuffling through whatever yeah, your prediction say, is about to be. <laughs> it sounds like she's, like, breaking her move as she's talking. Yeah, like, no, I can't stand this I, thing. I, I just throwing it across. destroying something next to me as loud as humanly possible, so I had to remove him. <laughs> sorry. Like, I'm, I'm looking at him, and he's just like, I'm an asshole. He just starts scratching the shit out of his scratching post cardboard thing. That's a cat, man. And it's loud as hell, and I'm like, why do I, why do I feed you? I don't. Like, <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> got really dark really quick. I'm allergic to cats too, so it's just the worst. <laughs> this is not a good situation for you, Kayla. Yes. Oh, so we got a triple A VR game, and then yeah. cats destroying stuff. Um, yes. 
Um, by the way, cat lateral damage on VR is amazing. It's on the PSVR. You can play it right now. Just saying. You get to pretend you're a cat and you just knock shit over. Okay, well, I hope I hope you're right. I hope that there is yeah, a little so love thrown to PSVR. I do think that they'll do at least one major, like, you know, this is a real game. You can make big, huge experiences, not just these little snapshots or demos or whatever. Like, here's our big AAA. Resident Evil 7 did really well on VR. So I think they're going to do another, like, just like with Resident Evil, here's another awesome game that's way better on vr um might be vr exclusive might not but i hope it would be vr exclusive just because they need something like that mm-hmm. um i think they'll spend at least 10 but no more than 20 minutes talking about vr uh throughout the length of the conference probably not all at once and then they'll have like five to ten smaller indies and, and small games that they flash through really quickly mm-hmm. yeah, uh, indie montage in their spiel specifically about VR, but there it'll be a whole thing about how, like, and in case you thought we were sleeping on this shit, here's what we're doing with VR! Yeah, it'll um, be super interesting to see what they end up doing with this, because everybody who owns one, it really wants something out of this, and it's it feels a little like the Vita again. I don't want to, you know, hit that, that story too many times, but it does start to feel like, what did we buy into here? Um, but the promise is there. Like the tech is there is really is comfortable and it's the cheapest of all of them. I think of, if anything, PlayStation VR should be the one that, that should be winning. And I've got a, a prediction that I'll get to in a second, but we'll throw it back to Fiona and she's probably screaming at me right now as she's listening to this because, uh, I allowed Garrett Bland to steal one of her predictions, which is Nino Kuni release date, collector's edition and a remastered PS4 version. So a couple people actually like in that Nino Ku- Ninu Nana. Ninu Nana. Nino Tooney. Nana Nino Nono. T- oh, that would be great. Nino Tooney. Yeah. That's what, that's, that's what I hope it's called. That's what, um, I don't know if you guys know this, but Canadians have a have a coin. It's a $2 coin, and we call it a Toonie. Yeah, you're Toonie. What is it, like Toonies and Loonies or toonies something? Toonies and Loonies. God, what is yeah. wrong with us? No wonder nobody <laughs> takes us seriously. Or got beavers on our nickels, and I don't even know what else. It just sounds dirty, I think. Um <laughs> So shout out to to Fiona. I believe this goes back to me if it's uh if I'm keeping track of this correct. I'm sure somebody's calling me out on this. I'm going to jump on the PSVR um bandwagon here. Actually for I've got a couple predictions for PSVR. I really do think that they're going to they're going to bolster this thing up a little bit. I think they're going to make a major change to the PlayStation Plus lineup. And I think that they're going to I don't necessarily know if it's going to be removing PlayStation 3 or removing one of the Vita games, but I think PSVR will get at least one game per month added to the PlayStation Plus lineup. Oh my god, that is the mm. best prediction ever. I would cry. That would be amazing. I think it's just huge fan service, right? Like people already buying into the PlayStation Plus. It's a subscription model. It's just this recurring source of revenue for for Sony and it's a commitment from the gamers. And the buying the VR was also a giant commitment from gamers. And I think so I think they need if they don't have something giant to offer or something that's gonna make people really feel like, man, this is worth it, or or to attract even more people, this is this would be a nice, easy, low cost way for them to just just a gesture to the people who have, have supported them in this way. Blessing, what do you think, man? I can see that. I think that'll be a pretty cool thing, like a PlayStation Plus VR game. I think Part of me thinks that if they do that, then they might remove like the PS3 games every month because like at this point, like who, like uh, people play PS3. I'm sure people benefit off of that. But what percentage of people would benefit off of that versus the the percentage of people that'll probably benefit off of PSVR? Even the PS2 games would be better, like the ones that are rematch, like that have trophy support and you can play them on PS4. Yeah, like like the PS3 games are useless. I would kill for that. 
yeah, like PS the PS3 games, I feel like it, um, unless they made they made a way where they were backwards compatible, like Xbox does them, because the way Xbox does it is perfect. Because I get totally. those also with my Xbox, mm-hmm. Xbox yeah. One. That's um, the one thing Xbox does really, really, really right. I'm yeah, gonna... they're really good at services. Like Xbox knows how to do like services, like their Netflix thing that's coming up soon. That seems exciting, but like uh, as far as like the the free games thing, I think it would make a lot of sense for them to just switch over from PS3 to PS VR. Yeah, man. I, I think I'd see more of them like taking a one PS Vita game out and switching it with VR because <clears throat> Vita's pretty much a, a dead RIP console Very as well is. and has a, a small install base, a smaller install base than PS3. So if they're going to remove one and like you said, you know, what percentage of people does it affect? I think that it would make more sense to be like, well, I mean, everyone knows Vita's dead anyway, so take that Vita game out and put a VR game in. Um, I, I think would be a, a more reasonable prediction. I love it. I'm going to keep this train rolling with the snake draft again. I don't know why this breaks my brain, but the, I'm, I'm calling the shots. <laughs> I'm going next. It's another, uh, what do I, what do I want to do? I don't know if I want to say this again, PS plus, but I'm going to say Gran Turismo sport gets a fall release date. It is going to have a limited edition PlayStation four pro bundle. And a motherfucking crazy racing wheel accessory. I think they're going to go all out with Gran Turismo. It's going to be... I think they need the power of the pro to show how great this game can look. Um, and I think that maybe that could be a reason why it's been held back. This this new tech that they've got. Gran Turismo is one of the best-selling franchises of all time. And to have that paired up with their with their big, expensive, powerful console... I think it makes a lot of sense to me. And, and also... Gran Turismo seems to just have fallen off the radar for for many people, so I thought I'd give it a little love here. Yeah, no, that would be amazing. Nice. Especially, like, I love wheel peripherals. I play Mario Kart with motion controls, and I just, I do love... Do you really? I do, and I'm I'm pretty decent at it. Like, I, I beat people. Um, but I love the motion controls for Mario Kart. They're just so fluid for me. It's the only time that I use motion controls, and it's... I really enjoy it. <laughs> nice. Yeah. So I, 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 I love the little wheel adapters they have for racing games. I mean, it's a racing game. I can't play racing games on a regular controller. It just feels too weird. I, I need a wheel. I need to turn shit. Do you get, like, what about, like, pedals and stuff? Like, I'm not even sure if I included that in my prediction. Like, I don't, it's a huge set. Have you seen some some of these guys set up these crazy get-ups and they've got the wheel yeah. attached to the desk and it's, like, bolted down and stuff? It's insane. Yeah, um, I remember when I was little, my cousin had one of the wheels that has, like, the two pedals at the bottom, so, like, mm-hmm. you have to, like, sit when you play it, um, and I thought it was the coolest thing I'd ever seen in my life, so oh, I think that's, that's awesome. one of the reasons why I have such a affinity for them, but I love cool wheels for games, or, like, the cool, like, hardcore joysticks for place, uh, for uh, PC gamers oh, that good do, call. like, uh, Eve, like, those really cool, like, where they have the red button on the top, and so you yeah, feel like... 32 buttons on that damn pencils. thing. Yes, like, I feel like I'm in the cockpit of a fighter jet. I'm just like, wah, wah, wah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So you're in a that's cockpit playing case. with your joystick. That sounds dirty. <laughs> Fiona's got another prediction for us. She, she, I don't know if you guys are going to get to this as well. Um, God of War. We're going to get a glimpse of God of War. We're going to get a spring release uh, next year. She says, they will say fall, but we all know what's up. <laughs> <laughs> I, lo- I love her. She she's the best. I agree. I agree. One hundred percent. Yeah, I think that is gonna, I, I'm excited to see more of of God of War. Blessing, where are you at with the God of War game, man? Dude, I'm so hyped for it because yeah? like I played. I've I've only played God of War one and two on the PS2, and like I was in the camp that like 
these games are a product of their time. Like they're great. Like they're wonderful back in the day, but like to bring that style of gameplay and that style of protagonist in that kind of world into the 2017 uh, uh, kind of atmosphere, like I don't feel like it worked as well because it was such a product of its time. But yeah. to kind of reboot it and re kind of like uh, redo the the feel the the story that's being told, make it more personal, make it more down to earth, kind of like do like the to- give it the Tomb Raider kind of treatment, like to do all that stuff makes made that made this game look incredible, at least from the trailer. Like I don't know how the actual game is gonna play out, but like trailer wise, like. The reveal they showed for it, like, blew my mind. Mainly totally. because it looked just like The Last of Us. But, um, I mean, that, I don't think that's even a bad thing. Like, because The Last of Us is, like, one of the best games of the last, like, five years, right? And mm-hmm. so, like, I feel like to give it that treatment, like, I, I think that's that was the smartest thing they could have done with that franchise. The more I get separated away from the reveal, the more excited I do get about it because I think about the like when it was when I first saw the reveal, it seemed like every game was in that style that like that new this is how we make games kind of thing. It seemed like we're getting kind of samey with a lot of the new Sony games. So the more mm-hmm. uh, the more away from it I get, the more excited because as you mentioned, like God of War was just like let's make something uber violent and full of attitude and action and whatever. But the fact of the matter is that it's got a ton of lore to draw upon. Like they could if they just put even just an ounce more energy into story and atmosphere they could really make something of it because that is just overflowing with all of that stuff that that lore is is there for the taking and they can just they i think they can make something really great with with god of war kaylee what do you think yeah um, i'm really glad the blessing brought up tomb raider because i think that the way that god of war chose to reinvent itself for the current generation the probably only comparison I can really think of in terms of a franchise that everyone probably thought was a little bit stagnant and past its prime would be Tomb Raider. Like, there are two companies that looked at their franchises, went, we can make money here somehow, but the game has to actually be good. Mm -hmm. And then they crushed it. And so I'm really excited to, because I love God of War because I know a lot about Greek mythology, and my Norse mythology is definitely a lot thinner. Um, but that's what I'm kind of excited about is to learn and, and to explore and see new things. So I do hope that they kind of really go into that lore kind of like with the previous God of Wars where you see a tons of characters from Greek mythology. Um, but I, I'm, I'm kind of excited and this is going to sound weird. I kind of like the almost what you were saying, sameness of Sony first party games and things like that, because mm-hmm. there it's a sameness that I like. So it's kind of like like Microsoft has the sameness of like, oh, and here's a first-person shooter, but this is a slightly different first-person shooter, and here's a different first-person shooter. Um, Arguable. And so, like, my Xbox fans know what to expect, and they kind of go like, oh, this is clearly an, an Xbox game, and, you know, I'm a fan of this. And I feel like yeah. Sony has kind of found that niche, but they did it with a genre that, unlike FPSs, I actually like. And yeah. so to me, I'm like, yes, now when it's like, you know, this is what Sony's known for. Um, you have like these lush, open, giant third wor- uh, third uh, person games with really intense storylines, and that's great. But, like that, the really amazing, awesome worlds I can explore forever with characters that I'm going to get really attached to. Make as many of those kind of games. That as sounds you want. awful. That sounds amazing. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, so. <laughs> They've definitely locked down on an identity, and I think that that clearly is working. So I think probably should be expecting more of that. Kaylee, what do you got next for us? All right. So I'll just get this one here. Um, 
I do think that they're going to go in-depth with Uncharted The Lost Legacy. It's going to be one of their um, tentpole games because it's actually something that's supposed to release this year. And Sony's kind of thin on that front. So I do expect uh, one of the things that they go more in-depth with than most games will be Uncharted The Lost Legacy. Um, and then I think that Nudog will cap Uncharted The Lost Legacy's in-depthness with another flavor of Last of Us 2 and a release window for Last of Us 2. Oh, dang. So you're just kind of coming up with a with a full-on Naughty Dog prediction. Yes. Yeah, I think that right now, to me, most of the games that they have working are still that problem that PlayStation's been having for a while, where it's like, wow, when are the games going to come out? Because they all seem like... Kingdom Hearts 3 timeline, yeah, Final Fantasy Shenmue 7 3. timeline, Shenmue 3 timeline. You know, most of these games people don't expect until 2019, late 2018. So I think yeah. that focusing on a game that's from a, a really well-known franchise that looks amazing and is supposed to be coming out this year, whether or not it does, but it, it's supposed to be coming out this year, um, this is a game that they're going to need to push as we have stuff for the fall. Look at what you can buy in the fall. Um and then just like a real quick, uh, and by the way, Last of Us 2 has a release window. Yeah, I'd like to take the the Uncharted thing just a step further as well and think like, I don't know about you guys, but I've been watching the price for some reason because I, I played the game, I bought the game last year, but I had been watching the price of that game all year, just waiting for, like waiting to see how long it takes for that game to drop. And it never did. Like, I think if you go on even today, I haven't checked obviously in the last 24 hours, but it never really went on sale. So I that game has been hugely profitable for them. It obviously sell sold millions and millions of copies. I would like to see them r- sort of revitalize that uh, with a I don't know game of the year or some sort of like mega edition that includes the DLC, and they can just keep it at that sixty dollar or or whatever you might want to call it. Like maybe that's the new sixty dollar skew for for Uncharted Four that actually includes a forty dollar DLC. Maybe that's too good of a deal as I'm saying it out loud, but. Some sort of bundle. Yeah, no, most Game of the Year editions come with all the DLC, so, like, that that would make sense to me. I mean, just, how much money is all the, uh, what is it, the Witcher DLC? But now if you yeah. get the Game of the Year edition... Um, the other thing, hmm. too, that, that goes against this prediction, as I'm saying it out loud and coming up at the top of my head, is that it's that it's standalone, that you don't actually need the game as well. So I'm not sure what they would do. But, man, this is going to it's gonna be huge for them no matter what. I think a lot of people are excited to jump back into it and, and get a little bit more Chloe, Chloe action. Yeah. Justin, what do you think? I mean, I think... That's I think that's accurate. Like I, I I can see them easily, you know, showing more some more stuff on Uncharted Lost Legacy. I actually don't think that they'll even mention Last of Us Two, and it be, and that is because I feel like revealing it at PlayStation Experience was a mistake. Like it was like a it was like Whoa. great it was a great thing to build hype and get people excited. But this game's not com- going to come out till like 2019 after spring. Like it might come out in like summer 2019 or like fall 2019 if anything and i and i i think if they if they start the trend of like revealing it um or re-revealing it at every e3 or every playstation experience then i feel like they're just gonna get people tired of it and i feel Mm -hmm. like they just i I feel like if anything like what they should go what they should do from here is just not show it until maybe next e3 uh and like not even don't even show it like this next PlayStation, playstation experience at the end of this year just like keep it uh, make people hungry and thirst for it, and then reveal it at E3, and then just blow people's mind, minds with it. See, the reason that I don't think that way is because Naughty Dog doesn't typically release, like, uh, announce its games an obnoxious amount of time in advance. So because mm-hmm. they announced it at PSX last year, it would not surprise me if it has a summer 2018 release date. 
And if that's the case, you don't have another E3. So mm. it, it, if they have it at this E3, my prediction would be that the release window would be sometime in 2018 because they announced it 2016. They're not, it's not a company that usually lets a game sit for three years after announcement. So because they announced it at PSX, that moves up my timetable of when to expect it. Mm. And I would expect it kind of like Last of Us 1, like June-ish, but 2018. And if that's the case, that's right around E3 next year. So Yeah, and at the end of the life fight. cycle for the console. Exactly. Like so you expect, if they do, do you 2019, expect... it would have to be like a, a PS4, PS5 type game. And, and yeah. I don't think that it's something that they want to do or something that they can... I don't know. I don't know what they're thinking, but it, would, mm-hmm. it wouldn't surprise me if this game came out earlier than people think it will. Solely because that's what everyone says. Like, why would you announce it this early? Well, maybe it's not this early because Naughty Dog doesn't usually do that. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So that that would be where I'm coming from with it. Yeah, uh, it's not I, like they're totally starting from scratch. But go ahead, sorry, blessing. No, I was gonna say like the I think the only like the two clues for me is that like when they announced it, they said like this is really early in development. Early, just FYI, yeah. um, and I think that's also indicated by the fact that like the trailer they tra- the trailer they sh- they sh- um showed shown showed i mean i'm really tired this morning uh was like it was all like pre-rendered like early like cutscene stuff um <laughs> like store like story stuff like there's there, there's nothing in that trailer like indicating that like they've even like really even started uh on the game and then also like i don't know how many studios they have it now like, like i assume they i assumed for uncharted 4 it was like all hands-on and with the fact that they just released Uncharted 4 last year, I couldn't see them two years later turning it around. I think it'd be dope. Uh, and I think if they did, then that, that would probably cement them as like being like... I mean, they're already kind of cemented as being one of the best developers. But like, I feel like I would really cement them as, as being like super disciplined if they were able to, to have that turnaround in two years. Especially with Lost Legacy coming out later this year. I feel like that's a lot to like expect from them. Because that's like a gain for, la- for the last three years if they're doing that. Or for the, for the the current three years, yeah, I yeah, think they'll take their time to polish it. Um, I hope that it's just not a case where they re- they announced a game three years before it's set to be out because that mm-hmm. drives it's me possible. insane. So that's, well, I, I just really hope that's not the case because set, I, settle your rage, Kaylee. Final Fantasy. Let me tell you I'm about not. Square Enix. I'm playing. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. <laughs> they're, they're Naughty Dog. They're not one of the people that do that to me. They have so, Naughty in their name. That's true. Blessing. What do you what do you got next, man? Um, my next prediction: uh, the release date of Detroit Become Human uh, will be announced. It releases this fall. David Cage will give an extended demo of it, and he will be very French. (laughs) That is my prediction. You know, I the point the very French. I, oh, yeah. Anytime somebody asks me about, because I th- do the Jason thing at the end of the show um, <laughs> and the Heavy Rain thing, and anytime anybody asks me, like, I've never played Heavy Rain, what's it like? And I always say, it's very French. And people yeah. are like, I don't know what the, what the hell you're talking about. But I'm I'm right with you, man. I think I agree that whatever David Cage does up there, it's, it will be very French. Yeah. You like we, you would like to like to announce uh, Detroit Become Human in a... I don't know how to do a French <laughs> that accent. Was I, that was probably, I was probably very <laughs> racist. <laughs> I just did like I sounded like an alien probably. I was very it's racist. Like it's better Chevy. it's better that you were it was better that you weren't even close cuz I think if if yeah. it was I think it'd be more racist if you were actually on yeah. there. Just it be, would, just it, make it but not sense. Quantic Dream is like one of my favorite studios because I'm really into that kind of type of game. Like I was really into um Until Dawn even though it's a different studio. Like I was really into yeah, that, that really into of. uh Heavy Rain, 
it was underwhelming, but I didn't dislike it. Like I beat it, and so I somewhat I like liked it. People shit yeah. on that game, but I like that game. I think I want to go. I, I want to go back and play it in order. In like the See, new edition, I, they have like a they have a version yeah, where you can play it. I say that, but I really like the out of orderness of it. I think it's fun. I, I read an interview where they were saying that Beyond Two Souls, each chapter is kind of like a different genre film, and that's why it has this really disjointed tone. And reading that that was the intention just mm-hmm. made me experience the game in a completely different way. And I think a lot of people underappreciate the shit out of that game because I I just think it's really fascinating and fun and interesting. One so part that gets me is that out. like. They show the best parts of that game in like marketing. Like the my, like the two best parts of that game was like the part of like where she was I think being interviewed by an officer and she was like very like quiet and like reserved because she'd got, just gone through like a lot of stuff and like there was a whole scene with, with that where like things kind of went off the chain and then like there was another scene where uh, she was homeless. I don't know if this is spoilers because this was shown in like the pre-release fo- footage, but like she was homeless and there's this whole thing of like her going through depression and like trying to harm herself but not being able to because of her abilities and all that stuff and it was really like that stuff was super powerful but like those are the best parts of the game and they showed it before the game was even out and so like i hope with this they don't do the same thing but yeah. i'm like really excited for this because like i was really excited for the uh kara story when they originally released it as a tech demo um it was originally like a probably like a five minute video on youtube of like kara realizing that she's like sentient and all this stuff and i'm so glad that they decided to turn that into a game because i wanted it so bad like when i first saw it i was like oh dude this would be so amazing and then they released beyond two souls and i was like oh yeah this is awesome but i kind of want kara and now like i get it i i'm probably not going to get the same exact story that was in that demo but but it seems to be like a similar, of a similar vein, and so like mm-hmm. I'm really hyped for it. Yeah, man, I can't wait. It looks like like uh, it reminds me of artificial intelligence or iRobot or something like that. Like I can't mm-hmm. wait to dive into, you know, the the becoming self aware. I love that stuff. So I'm gonna jump into a couple of quick uh, predictions from the from the fans. We got our last round here coming up, guys. We got Surge at underscore sorry at backlog underscore blues. He wants Vita 2.0. He says, we can out Nintendo Nintendo. Can you imagine if they came out and actually said, we can out Nintendo Nintendo? That would just be like, the ball's they on Sony. say, Sony, do, Sony does what Nintendo. And that <laughs> would be rock with that. <laughs> yes. Totally. I would literally die. Oh, okay. like that, laughter. They would totally do that. I could I could see it. Uh, Chris Birdo at The Only Birdo, he is calling for a Final Fantasy VII remix. It'll get a new trailer. Part one releases in 2018. I think that is ambitious but maybe maybe we'll get it maybe we'll get an update it's almost one of those things where i don't want to see anything out like it's starting to become a bit of a joke like it was already a joke as soon as they announced it here it comes out well like when they announced it and the guy who's apparently like directing it didn't even know he was direct like it's ridiculous so Uh. this is it's just it's just nonsense so a couple great more uh predictions coming from the fans we got last two but we'll we'll finish that off after blessing kaylee and fiona get their last bit here so blessing Throw back to you. Oh, man. This is, by my count, this is your fifth and final prediction. Yes. So I've been polishing this prediction throughout the whole episode. <laughs> and it's a doozy. So okay. bear with me. Get your typing fingers ready, Sean, because this okay. is going to be, this is, this is going to be I one, of, the, write one of those down ones. on paper. At the end of the show, they will have a quote unquote one last thing reveal. Sucker Punch will reveal their new game. It will be an open-world game with RPG mechanics in a similar vein as Horizon Zero Dawn. 
there will be gameplay shown. It will release in spring 2018. And also, although it will look cool, it will bookend this conference as the most underwhelming PlayStation conference of the last four years. Wow. Yeah. Because <laughs> I think I got all of that. Let me just let me just go let me check my notes. Okay, so okay. end of the show. It's gonna be mm-hmm. one last thing. Sucker Punch is gonna have an open world RPG. It's gonna be gameplay footage, uh spring twenty eighteen, release yep. date, and underwhelming. I get it yes. all. Like the the game will look cool. The game looked good. The whole conference as a whole will kind of be underwhelming. Aww. And that was kind of that that will kind of like cement it as being kind of underwhelming because it will cool. people will see it and be like, oh yeah, that was awesome. But then at the end of the, at the end of the conference, people will be like, that was not as good as the last three years. Kind and, of like what Days Gone did for for PSX. Yeah, kind, yeah, pretty much, kind of like that. Wait, was that PSX? Yeah. I think no. that was E three actually. E three, all of them. And it's yeah, it it, it ended something though. Yeah. 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 Um, and the reason why is because, like, one, PlayStation has been killing it up till now. Like, this whole console generation, they've just been destroying it. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, at a point, they've kind of, like, blow, like, blown their load. And, like, they, they have, They're like... They're in a refactory period right now. Yeah, like, they, like, they have a lot of, like, information <laughs> out there right now. Like, a little sensitive. <laughs> yeah. Like, they have God of War already announced, Spider-Man, uh, Last of Us 2, like... All like their big exclusives are out there, and I'm sure they have a few more up their sleeve. But I don't know. I don't know how many more they have in the, up their sleeve to like really announce and really mm-hmm. get out there. Like they might bring back dreams. They might bring back like oh, God, kill uh, what was I that Capcom game? <laughs> what was that Capcom game during like the PlayStation PlayStation reveal where like um it's in my head uh it's, it looks like almost like a, it looked like a Dark Souls. It disappeared. I don't remember. I have no idea. If I if I like if I looked it up I'd find it but um essentially like I, I, they might bring back some of like their this the stuff that's kind of been gone and forgotten like dreams or something like that but like I don't know how much they have left and I think that their conference might reflect that like they might have like a lot of third party stuff they might have have like a lot of indie stuff but it won't be the same impact of like that one year where they had the Last Guardian Shenmue three uh, Final Fantasy remake like mm-hmm. that was a conference. Last year they had um uh was that last was two? No, that was PSX. Last year they had God That's of what War. I remember, sorry, yeah, it was last uh, year ended with Days Gone and then PSX was The Last of Us. But yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Like last year they had God of War, uh I can't remember last year that well because that they was dated attention. The Last Guardian, didn't they? They dated The Last Guardian, yeah. They had like the whole violin thing in the Spider Man was, so was cool. a thing. Like yeah. Yeah, last was year was cool. such a great conference. Uh year before like two years before that, was that the reveal, I think? That might have been like the the last no, three well, years have been really good. Yeah, yeah like so your defenses are up. You're 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 so, you're just yeah. trying not to get your hype too high. And mm-hmm. I think this is also the same year where Xbox has to give a phenomenal conference because, yeah. like, if they don't, then like the new hardware m- might tank. And like, I don't. I'm, I already have like such high expectations for Xbox to just come out and just throw punches because right now they don't have much out there. Right now, like they have like Sea of Thieves. People people are expecting crackdown people are expecting like what else i think all the stuff I don't, they need more has. they need more than that man i, I really yeah. do and as much as i'm excited to see what playstation has and i agree with you that i think that they've shown all their cards and there's not too much more to get us excited i still think that they're in a they're pretty good situation here uh, but they it's are. theirs to lose kaylee what do you got what do you got next for us so here's my final doozy prediction doozy. Uh, this is kind of just um about the conference as a whole 
Um, I think that they'll announce release windows for at least five games, but no hard dates, just release windows, all of which will be Q2 2018 or later. And all of the games that they show throughout the conference, they will mention, were shown on PlayStation 4 Pro, and that will be one of the only times they mention PS4 Pro. Wow. Okay. I don't disagree at all, actually. I think you're probably that's just their that's been their mo for the last couple of conferences yeah. that there's no there's no to urgency. Me, yeah, to me, it's not like like I, I a little bit disagree with you, blessing, in the sense that I don't they're out of things to show where they've kind of shown everything great and it's going to be a dud of a conference because of that. I think mm-hmm. that for the last three conferences, they've been showing games that aren't going to be ready for like five or six years. So now they're still about two or three years out. So I think the problem isn't going to be a lack of stuff to show. I think that they're just going to do what they've been doing the last three years. Show a bunch of really cool stuff, and by the way, you're not going to get to play it for a long-ass time. Mm. It's just a matter of what the impact of that is going to be. Like, is it still exciting to see the games we've been seeing for so long and say, like, yeah, now it's coming out, and we're like, well, now I don't... Like, do we fall off? Do we get the fatigue mm-hmm. that happens by seeing too much of this stuff? So, yeah, that... I mean, I think that... I, that, think I like having a generalized... one criticism of the show is that, once again, mm-hmm. everything that they announce is not available. Yeah. Let's go really quickly. Fiona's got one last one here. I, I think I'm going to tie in a bunch of hers at the end. Um, she she had a couple add-ons here. Her last one was that Detroit would get a release date. So um, same thing as Blessing said earlier. Uh, she also said there's going to be indie games that people who made Abzu, Giant Squidology, uh, will release a new title. Also, Darkest Dungeon released DLC, and Bethesda releases new DLC for Doom uh, or and release a new title. So it'll be interesting to see. Bethesda, I think is more in bed with xbox i feel but i'm not i'm not sure like fallout um todd howard showed up on xbox's stage but but we'll see i think overall fiona's got a good good bunch of of predictions here i'm gonna close things out and then we're gonna get to the fans before we close up the show i'm so this is more third party making a splash at sony's conference i think that's sort of a hallmark that they've had over the last little while they've really claimed a lot of these massive titles we've seen batman have a have a uh, exclusive console, limited edition console. Um, I think that Destiny 2 will have a a PS4 limited edition bundle. I don't know if it's going to be a white console again, just like Destiny 1, but I think that it seems like a no-brainer to me that there will be a, a bundle console for Destiny 2. This is a massive game. I think somehow they've managed to fix what happened at the launch and people are so kind of almost irrationally excited for for destiny 2 they've really Mm -hmm. forgiven that that launch and bungie has done an amazing job at rekindling whatever was there at the beginning so i think Mm playstation is going to capitalize on that and uh just another surge of console sales for people even if you have a playstation 4 already destiny 2 fans are crazy and they will they'll splurge they will buy this this limited edition bundle no problem do you think Mm. it would be a ps4 slim or ps4 pro i think it'll be a slim i think the i think the because uh destiny 2 is so mainstream i don't know that they want to sort of have the increased price along with it i think it's just a matter of getting this thing out to as many people i was i was toying with that because i've i've predicted two two bundles the gran turismo i think it will get the ps4 pro bundle i think they do want to push that thing it's a first party game they want to push as push it to the limit and make playstation a first party game look as good as freaking possible with destiny 2 the mo not isn't necessarily uh to make it look as good as possible it will already in theory look better on scorpio it's a cross-platform game that that could potentially look better there so i don't think that it's in their best interest to 
have that comparison. So just get it out to as many people as possible with a low cost skew for people to jump in and, and play some Destiny 2 with a sexy looking console. So probably slim. Yeah, agreed. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll finish off here with the fans. We got, we got two more. One of them, I think I, I'm going to start with this. Chad uh, at Dual Wield Soft. These have got to be some trolls. I got to read a couple of these. Uh, Vita 2.0 baby. And then the next one he says is PlayStation Classic with only 2 million units shipped and the cord is way too small. <laughs> Amazing. And my boy Toby Thornton at Toby's underscore take, he also is calling for a sequel to Until Dawn. Uh, he says Far Cry 5 is shown off, has full co-op campaign set in the modern day American wildland, which would be sweet. And then I think this is a bold one from him. Tomb Raider trailers shown at the Sony conference. So 2018 cool. release, a tiger is featured in the trailer. So very specific. Cool. So that would be awesome. I would like a dinosaur to make a return to the Tomb Raider <laughs> series, but a, t- a tiger would, that would be cool. cool. Probably do. Isn't it supposed to be called like Shadow of the Tomb Raider or something like that? It'd be Shadow of the Tyrannosaurus Rex. <laughs> <laughs> I can see that. So guys, I thank you so much for even just putting in some time to, to chat with me today and coming up with these awesome predictions. It's funny how today they probably seem very realistic and we can just like count on all these things happening. And I can't wait to talk to you post E3 conference to say how very, very wrong we all, we all were today. <laughs> Um, one last time, blessing, final thoughts on E3, what you expect from Sony. And then just again, where can people find you all over the internet, man? I'm really hyper E3. I hope Sony kills it. I hope everybody kills it. Like I want to, I think that's what I'm talking about. This is probably going to be one of the best E3s in a while. Like, even though like I, I, I assume Sony's not going to perform as well as they have in the previous years, just because they've done so much in the previous years, I think they'll still do well. Nintendo hopefully kills it. I hope they kill it. Uh, Xbox, I hope they kill it. Like, I hope everybody just, like, knocks it out of the park so that I have yeah, games man. I can buy. And, you know, it could be a very great time to play video games. People can find me um, at Blessing Junior on Twitter or on OKBeast.com. Hooray. Thank you. Oh, that's yeah. awesome. I, I agree with you. I hope we can all just join hands and dance and we can all, like, be the children around the world and somehow cross the oceans with it as well. Yeah. Kaylee, thoughts on, on E3? Uh, and, yeah, where can people find you? I, I fully believe we missed it at the beginning uh, with connection issues, but where are you? I'm really hoping that they do another E3 experience by PlayStation because those are always a ton of fun. Um, I do think that if they don't talk about VR at this E3, that it's safe to say that VR is the new Vita. So I, I'm cautiously optimistic. Um, but I, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. I think that this is probably the best chance Xbox has to win a year. So I would not be surprised if Xbox had the better conference, but I'm always optimistic. So I'm really excited. It's always really fun to get new games. And there's always like, you can predict for hours and hours and hours, but there's always going to be something that just blows your mind at the conference yeah, that you never saw coming. And those are the best parts for me. That's exactly why I tune in. I, I don't know if I could take the week off this week or not, but I will definitely be tuning in and get my popcorn ready and screaming up to Chelsea when she doesn't know what I'm getting so excited about. Um, so I'm excited for this. I will be talking to you guys very soon. If you guys want to be back, listener, if you want to be back, we're going to be here on Wednesday with some Xbox predictions, on Friday with uh, Nintendo predictions, and then next Monday for, for third party. So stick around. Uh, you can subscribe on iTunes and Google Play. You can find me on Twitter at Sean Capri, Sean like Connery Capri, like the pants. Follow the show, We the Gamer Cast. Follow Blessing. Follow Kaylee. Be good to each other. We can uh, end the show now. I guess it's time for, for Jason. Jason! 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 
Mason! Dog! 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 Sean, where are you? Jason! 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 Sean! 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 Jason! 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 Jason!